0: Hey everyone! Welcome back to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends recap and review romance novels while doing friendship in front of you, generally being silly, and loving each other. Today, before we jump into everything, I have a Patreon shout out. This goes out to Jackie G. Jackie, you are a fairy of fortitude and friendship. You will use anything at your disposal, all the tricks up your sleeve to help the ones you love, and your mischievous imagination makes you a hoot to be around. All right, we were so excited to read The Kiss Quotient by Helen Huang, and we're even more excited to chat about it. Erin and I, however, recognize our limitations, and we have very limited experience and knowledge regarding autism. We wanna make sure we're honoring the neurodiverse community so if we make mistakes regarding phrasing or seem to have been harmfully misguided by pop culture or our own assumptions, please feel free to correct us via email. It's certainly not your responsibility, but we do want to learn. So if you're inspired, don't hesitate to email heavingbosomspodcast at gmail.com. We hope to see more amazing works Featuring neurodiverse characters in the future, and we'll definitely be doing more reading on our own to educate ourselves. All right, so without further ado, let's jump into The Kiss Quotient, Helen Huang's amazing debut novel. Hi, (laughs) Erin. Hey Mel, how the hell are you?
1: <laughs> good. How are you? I'm
0: pretty go- darn good.
1: You look pretty bright and chipper for being so late at night where you're at. I has makeup on.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's really yeah, believe difference. it or
1: not. I have makeup on too.
0: No, you do. I can tell. It's I army
1: it. makeup. It's a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'll it's just mascara, really, mascara, and you can see my eyebrows. Those are the two things. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, and you can always see my eyebrows because they're tattooed on my face. face. If you're new to the podcast, <laughs> I've got face tattoos and their eyebrows. Um,
0: can you I, look like you have something to say? And I want you to I tell me. I have to tell everything. you about
1: something that's happening in my life. Yes. And just uh, is it illicit bread? No, we covered that. No, is it illicit thim- chewy granola bars? <laughs> Dave's killer bread. Dave of Dave's killer bread uh, hit a cop car with his car, but did not kill that cop. He was just injured, just probably just minorly.
0: It's probably like I
1: think it was a soft tissue neck injury. However, the act
0: and you are on record. Aaron from <laughs> Dear and I want you is saying those are bullshit every time. So kind of. I mean, nope, they're unprovable. Nope, nope, you cannot go back on it. Now that it's a boy in blue, Whoop. that is bullshit every time. There <laughs> is there is
1: such a thing as a soft tissue neck injury. It's just usually in a lawsuit. <laughs> bullshit. Um, always. Uh, so <laughs> all right. About three weeks ago, yeah, my boyfriend David. Mm-hmm. It's like. It's like he woke up and it. this is not how it happened, but this is how I remember it.
0: Well, but also your fiancé. Sure. Yeah.
1: He wakes up from... It's a French word I don't like to say. It just sounds so just...
0: No, I hear you. I don't like it.
1: Wakes up from a dead sleep, David. Sits bolt upright in the night and just says, pig roast. (laughs) Like, this is how I remember it. I don't know if that's what happened, but he... (laughs) Started showing me pictures of pig roasts and saying things like, hey, babe, we could roast a whole pig in the backyard. <laughs> in the middle of the night. And I'm like, and I say, I mean, just generally, this slowly started happening. Like he'd just be <laughs> like, pig roast. And I'm like, yeah, we could roast a whole pig in the backyard, but why and how and logistics? And he'd be like, we just dig a pit and they do this in hawaii all the time they do. dig a pit they do that in oh hawaii all the time you dig a pit uh-huh. you get some really hot put rocks the wood it. oh my you god put the i wood. fucking you know. put the leaves <laughs> i know because <laughs> you bury that shit and it's i don't know so good i don't know where he got this idea like i don't know how <laughs> it was like a lightning bolt went to his brain and he was like pig roast and then he went to work and he was like pig roast <laughs> and all his coworkers were like pig roast. roast and now <laughs> he's like he's trying to procure the pig yeah and he's gonna dig the hole in the yard yeah and i'm like babe i don't want a 10 foot hole in the yard i do for for pigs can i and come over he's all like oh well when i fill in the hole then you can have a bigger vegetable garden there you and go didn't you want a bigger vegetable garden and, and there, i was like, like i hadn't and said anything be ash about in that. there Oh my so god. it'll be I know. it'll be oh my god. composted. Never mind. I really thought I was gonna be able to complain about this to you. Because there's this now there's like seven men that he's recruited that are yes! like pig roast, pig, pig roast, roast, pig, pig roast. roast. Oh my god, it's and, awful.
0: And Melody. Pig roast.
1: Pig roast. Yeah. Pig roast. Oh god. <laughs> We're just sitting at dinner last night, complete silence eating our food, and he looks at me and he's like, We're gonna need some tiki torches. And I was like, What for what? What do you mean we're gonna need tiki torches? And he's like, For the pig roast. And I'm like, Well what purpose would those serve? And he's like, Babe, it's a luau. I'm like, okay.
0: Do you okay. do you want me to send you a recipe for Lalos? Because Oh my god.
1: He has every fucking recipe. He's ordering banana leaves <gasps> from Hawaii. I can, he's also, getting a pig I can also send from you a farm.
0: I can also send you some easy bake halpia. I've got oh I've got it for you. Just that delicious Go, yeah, coconut fine. dessert i'll okay, send it to right. you in the post okay all right oh boy we'll it. i'm Damn so it. excited can for we your start over and party? do different banter <laughs> no. i just really
1: thought that you would be on my side no i'm I not a you right like- now oh no he's digging up he's digging a 10 foot hole in your backyard you in Alaska. You're beautiful what the fu- that doesn't mean anything there's, there's, there's so, so much pal- land lost. there just get over Th- it not it i don't own
0: it <laughs> I have, I have a limited amount more. of backyard. You can get more no, yards. No, buy some. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Bigger vegetable <sighs> garden. Or next year, it'll be the most beautiful patch of grass. Mm-hmm. This is exciting. You should just look at I this as a win. I just want
1: to rewind and just talk about <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm do
0: Team David on this one. Can we slide. talk about
1: a food you ate today? Can we talk about these graham crackers? I like actually eating? do have a question for you.
0: That is, is it about graham
1: crackers? Because I know the whole history of graham crackers.
0: No, but that, <laughs> <laughs> that should be a bonus episode. Aaron telling us the history of graham crackers. It's very simple. <laughs> graham no. crackers.
1: Oh, boy. Were invented by a man with the yeah, last name, Graham, oh. for church Christians.
0: Mm.
1: He believed that the consistency, that the graham cracker would make you have less sex drive. No. <laughs> yeah. So people ate the graham crackers so they'd stop doing sex stuff with people. I'm like 70% sure of this. Yep. Mm -hmm.
0: He wasn't even like trying to make the body of Christ. He just wanted people to stop getting frisky. I don't
1: think so. I think there was some kind of ingredient that he believed would stop the sex drive of persons. Yep.
0: Well, Mr. Graham, you're a dumbass. No, I have a question for you. Yes. Because I'm sitting here eating sweet tarts. Illicit Mm -hmm. sweet tarts. I'll have that noted for the record why uh does your
1: husband boycott sweet tarts
0: no he doesn't boycott sweet tarts i just um i'm just embarrassed about my sweet tooth and so sometimes i don't know i just am so sometimes i will buy secret sweet tarts and then i hide Mm -hmm. them places and then i eat them by myself (laughs) it's just a special melody thing
1: okay is that similar to when david hides the hershey bars we have in the closet for <laughs> s'mores from me so that we'll have equal s'more ingredients no joke's on you david i need graham crackers right now <laughs> <laughs> No, it's all marshmallows <laughs> next time.
0: Although sometimes I do, I do ask Michael to hide chocolate. Like I buy chocolate, and then I'm like, I get, I, I take out a half a bar, and then I say, Michael, please hide the rest. <laughs> Our gun safe is guns,
1: <laughs> chocolate, and granola chewy bars. <laughs> That's what's in there.
0: That that checks out. No, so here's my question. Sorry. Do you eat things in a particular order? Sometimes.
1: Mm, sometimes I'll sort my M and M's out of boredom. To me slow myself too. down.
0: Oh, it's, it's not, not cat, out of boredom. Though.
1: It's to slow myself down. Really? Because <laughs> MMs. So that I'm not just like, whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> MMs, I have my own special game. Uh huh. Actually, you know a this, game? right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Well, is it a game or is it a neuroses? I don't know. But- it's the second one? <laughs> but my college roommate, Sarah, one of my best friends, figured out early on that she could swindle me for MMs by fucking up my game. Because here's what it is. I sort the M&Ms by color. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then I eat. I eat all the odd numbers out. So there's only even numbers left. What do you mean the odd numbers? So like if there's five, I eat one so that there's four left.
1: Okay. All right. So now all the colors have. What if there's one? Do you eat it down to zero? eat it. Okay. Eat it (laughs) gone. No odd numbers. Do you do it in ascending or or descending order? Okay. 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 Okay.
0: No. No. The odd numbers just come out and I hump them. Delicious. Mine. Humph. Then I eat them by twos in order of... um, First, I eat all the ones that have the most. So I'll eat them by twos Mm -hmm. until they're all equal. Mm -hmm. And then I eat them by twos according to the colors, from the colors I like the least to the colors I like the most. Give me the colors. (laughs) (laughs) Brown, orange, red. You like brown the least. That's right. Brown, orange red yellow green blue that's that's the order i usually go i want to say
1: my my m M&M eating order is <laughs> i think exactly opposite of yours that
0: makes sense it's our chris pine we we mm-hmm. are we are this is our Chris's. i feel like blue
1: and green and orange are flavors that are not supposed to be chocolate you know huh. what I mean? Like, it, it reminds me of, like, this one's going to li- taste like limes. I well, know okay. it's not going to, but I don't no, like I hear them you. as much as the chocolate-colored ones. I hear you.
0: Well, since they don't actually taste like... Like, I mean, they don't taste like anything. Because, like, sweet tarts, right. I, I eat in order of flavors I like from least to most. All right? That's mm-hmm. how I do it. Mm-hmm. But then M&M's is just colors that I like because they don't taste like anything. Now, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Sarah, the smart cookie, was like, I know... That if I walk in and eat one, she will offer me another one because she has to get them down to an even. Ah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So she would like take three. And then I'd be like, motherfucker, now you have to eat another one until you have four. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, it was diabolical.
1: I love how my two sentences on the history of graham crackers are like, we have to save that for a Patreon episode because it's going to be long and weird and boring and no one's going to want to listen to it. But listen to this. No. <laughs> Riveting so stuff.
0: This went in a tangent and I'm going to probably cut this out and paste it into some no, random No, you're not. No, you're Patreon not. Bonus no episode. Give them what they want. Give them what they want. <laughs> no, there are so many skippers. Actually, I only know of one skipper. Yeah. But it only know scarred one me. skipper. It, it scarred me. <laughs> <laughs> that four-star review scarred my... It was a
1: three-star. I went back and checked. It's no. a three-star. I thought it was a four-star. It's a three. It's a no. three-year.
0: Did mm-hmm. she go back? Did they go back and make it a three? Because it was a four. It was a four. <laughs> she, hates it was a four it.
1: Too. she hates it. She the hates Molle it.
0: Bander, the less stars we're getting. Man, It's, it's like going to be <laughs> a one-star review in three months. She's just going to keep going back. And being like, these bitches won't (laughs) shut up about things that are
1: not romance books. Oh, man. But not since you had your bagel war have you talked in depth about your weird food stuff. So (laughs) I think we're due.
0: (laughs) It's true. I think we're due. I'm probably still going to cut it just for patrons. Okay. Uh,
1: I think it's apt for this book. Really, I don't think that's a tangent (gasps) for this book.
0: Okay. Because this heroine
1: likes things how she likes them.
0: That's true. Just like you like your m and how you like some. Yeah, I mm-hmm. dig that about her. Okay, so we're talking about The Kiss co- Quotient by Helen Huang. And yes, we are. I Okay, so wait. Erin and I had a long discussion about this before. Mm-hmm. We searched all over Hill and Dale on her website. We searched on YouTube videos that reviewed the book. We tried to find um Audible interviews. Couldn't find anything. I think it's Helen Huang. Mm-hmm. If I am wrong, please, for the love of God, correct me. Yes. So, there is correct that. Us.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. On the Audible, it's playing, but remember when we listened, yes. we listened to an Audible of somebody one time, Tiffany the Rice pronounced their name. Was it Tiffany Rice? Yeah, it was Tiffany yeah, Rice. Yeah, so you can't trust
0: the Audible, man. You can't do it. I don't know. Okay. But, okay. what Kiss an excellent book. By Helen Wang. It is such what? a gorgeous fucking Ugh. experience. From this hero, start to fucking finish, this hero is the dreamiest so sexy and (laughs) dreaming and his sex quotient is up in the sky or higher so good it's intergalactic you guys and then the heroine is a really successful econo wait econometrician right Uh uh-huh yeah 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 and Uh, she's autistic so the coolest thing about this book for me at least on like first read, I've read other books that are about autistic people and a lot of times for me the people always come off as like a little bit robotic even though mm-hmm. I know that they're supposed to be people. And I I know I've had personal interactions and friendships with people who are on the spectrum and they're never robotic, they just right. have eccentricities. So like I remember reading The Curious Incident of the Dog in the Night Time when I was like mm-hmm. 18. I haven't read it since then. It's a beautiful book. I remember crying my eyes out. But I I don't know if this is a reflection on my experience and who I was at 18 or a neurotypical person writing an autistic kid. But I just Mm -hmm. remember feeling like the kid was really robotic a lot. Never, ever in this book does the heroine feel like that at all. She she doesn't seem
1: emotionless, which is also a way autistic people are often portrayed, like, without any kind of, um, it's almost like they're portrayed like sociopaths sometimes. Yeah! Which is not accurate. Yeah, full of emotions, not, yeah, I don't know how to, yeah, I guess we're saying the same thing. You're saying robotic, I'm saying, but it's almost like people are portrayed as having a lack of empathy.
0: Exactly! And that's not, that's that's not not what it is.
1: Right. Yeah, and also, never have I seen an autistic portrayal as, like, super sexy before. Like, oh. it's, no one's ever shown yeah. anyone on the spectrum as being, like, a sexual being. They at least always in my, make them sexless, yeah. yeah. Oh, stupid.
0: God, this was so good. So good! Um, just deep-fucking-licious. And, uh, yeah, so it's written also by a neuro-atypical woman and I read, I read uh, some stuff about her afterwards because I was just really intrigued. Mm-hmm. And this all started, well, not like her romance writing, but she sought a diagnosis at 34 because some teachers had some questions, I think, about one of her daughters. Yeah. One of her children. And she was like, I mean, I think she's neurotypical, but let's find out. And then she just saw herself in all of the mm-hmm. research and then sought the diagnosis. So... This is just amazing. And I guess she really imbued the heroine with a lot of the particular eccentricities that she has as well. And I mm. think that's one of the reasons that she just comes off as an actual like a like a full beautiful person. And not just like an archetype. So anyway, it's goddamn gorgeous. But wait, we should get into it. Okay. So then we yes. have Stella Lane. Stella Lane. Stella Lane. Hi, Stella. <laughs> and then we have <laughs> Michael Fan, is how he originally mm-hmm. puts himself out there on his escort website, you guys. Ooh. Not his real name. Not Dark his real name. Darkwing Duck. But just kind of like a duck? little
1: mini, like a little mini Darkwing Duck. Yeah, yeah. Not like, yeah. Not like a foot. Fl- it's more like a Darkwing Duck. Yeah, it's, he doesn't very swirl. S- small.
0: He doesn't swirl any duck.
1: capes. Yeah, no capes. Just like a Darkwing. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah, yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. small it is.
0: Yeah. And, oh, and also, I also love this because he is half Vietnamese, and we don't get enough portrayals of super hot, sexy, virile Asian men.
1: Sing in Melanie,
0: Western society, my friends, not Asian enough Tonkus hot. <laughs> yes, <laughs> not enough Tonkus portrayed <laughs> out ah, in the media. <laughs> man, so we've got a twofer here. We've got an mm-hmm. autistic lady who's who's actually a person on the page. And we've got an Asian man who is just Mm excellent,
1: Just doing good.
0: And named Michael. And can I just say that it was really nice to see another super hot sexy Michael who is Asian, who is not my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, chapter one.
1: Chapter one.
0: Okay, so she's out to lunch. Stella is out to lunch with her mom and dad. And her mom... Her mom really grated on my nerves at the beginning of the book and then won Mm -hmm. me over by the end of the book. But yeah, she's just like, hey, P.S., I want grandbabies, so I think that you should probably get on that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's her way of sort of prodding Stella. But what? Don't you believe her mother also has Asperger's? I don't know.
1: At the end of the book, when they're at the benefit, her mother makes a comment to her that she wants to leave because the noise is getting to her. And I was wondering if that was maybe, like, a little nugget from (gasps) the author. Because her mother seems very insensitive throughout and, like, just a little bit blunt and a little bit rude when she's talking about how she wants grandkids and, like, how she kind of forces her into dating in a way that's, like, kind of pushy. Like, I just thought maybe she had some...
0: Interesting. So, I just read it. I read it as a mom... Who, from experience, knows that her daughter's not going to pick up on hints? Mm-hmm. No, and that's so, it too. It's just like boom, and then at the benefit, I read it as an excuse for the table. That's like something that Stella would glom onto, so yeah. that she would also want to leave. Yeah, that's, that's one true of the reasons too. that she started growing on me because it. Mm-hmm. I started to learn the mom as well, mm-hmm. and it it really seemed like where I thought it was rude. Once I got like halfway through the book, I was like, oh. She might talk to Stella like that because she knows that any politeness will just go over her head. Mm-hmm. Not, I thought not that go too. Until until the benefit when she said that, and I was like, oh,
1: maybe it's a little nugget. Maybe it's a little hint maybe that they it have is. It, because it is a genetic thing, you know. So maybe yeah. like
0: anyway, I hadn't thought? thought about that. Interesting. Okay. So basically, she's like, you should try Tinder because I want grandbabies. And I'm like, oh mm-hmm. mom, you're so misguided, oh, but we love you. <laughs> and then um, she tells her dad that she was offered a promotion but she passed it up cuz she has it would be five direct reports and less data. Yeah. And so she's just like, I don't think I can handle it, so I passed it up. Too much people, not enough yeah. math. Yeah. Yes. And then she goes to the office because she goes there every day she goes there seven Even days weekends. a week because yeah. she loves her job she uh-huh. loves it what's weird to me is like i go into the office on weekends like all a lot but yeah.
1: like i don't wear my work clothes she wears her work clothes i'm like
0: damn girl i know she's good i guess well she yeah. also has them specially made so that they they fit her well and mm-hmm. i mean like doesn't she doesn't have, have any casual clothes exactly like she we literally learn that has later none. yeah yeah so um yeah, and then Philip, fucking Philip, uh, one of her work, worst her coworkers drops by because he's come to get an econo-sized box of Trojans out of his office. And uh, she's like, "Are do you really think you need all of those?" And he's like, "Well, I'm dating that hot new intern, so I think she's going to want to fuck me tonight, basically." Gross. He's gross. so slimy and gross. And then he's <sighs> even
1: grosser to her. He's like, Hey, Stella, you virgin, which is so,
0: can you, I can't Rude. imagine
1: a coworker being like, so what, you are virgin or I like, know. what's your fucking problem? Like, oh, it was awful. Well,
0: he does, he does say that he has, I think he puts it as like similar issues in about halfway through the book. But I just think he's a dick. That doesn't. Yeah, I think his
1: issues are he's an asshole. Well, yeah, I don't know. There will be sequels to this. Maybe he'll. We will figure out his deal later. I but don't like,
0: care. I would much rather get a story about Quan and Kai. Yeah, well, we're gonna that's get That's what I one, would like. So. Yep. And then, so she's like, you know what? It's none of your business. But no, I am not. And then he's like, what have you had sex like three times? And she's like, God, oh, yeah, that's exactly how many times. <clears throat> Why do you say that? <laughs> yeah. And so then then he tells her that she needs to get experience because then maybe she can keep a man. He's like, I bet you just lay there and run algorithms through your brain. And she's Mm. so cute because she's like, well, if I could get that many huge numbers into like mentally, then yeah, I would. But I do really (laughs) crazy math. So, no. (laughs) (laughs) I can just construct the elegant equations, not actually Mm. compute them in my brain. Anyway, she's so wonderful. And then um, he leaves like a dick. And And she starts thinking maybe she does need practice. But then she's like,
1: how do you practice sex? You can't just like hire somebody and be like, practice sex on me. But then she's like, yeah, yeah, you can. Yes, you can. You hire a prostitute. So she starts Googling up some prostitutes in the well, San Francisco Bay. Well, she starts Bay googling up some
0: sex workers or escorts. I'm sorry,
1: <laughs> you're right. Sex workers.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's where we leave her. And then, okay guys, we cut to Michael, our sweet beautiful Wonderful. Oh, gosh. Michael.
1: What a cinnamon bun is Michael. Mm. Yum town. Hot out of the oven. Here we go. So he He is is opening up his STDs for the month to see if he contracted any STDs from all the ladies that pay him for sex.
0: (laughs) This is so funny because he's opening up STDs and bills. And so he's Mm -hmm. like, all right, the bill wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. That means I've got chlamydia. (laughs) Yeah. And then the STD screen is fine. And then he's like, you know what that means? That means that I'm going to have a really tough job this evening. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) And so he goes and he starts doing a hot for teacher fantasy in the shower, Mm -hmm. gets himself almost over the edge and then stops just in time so that he's all primed and ready for being an escort on a date.
1: Yeah. Because he's got to really psych himself up for, like, whatever old lady that he's not really going to be attracted to that needs to hire a sex worker. Like, he's he's imagining, like, okay, what's Stella look like? Probably not her real name, probably older, probably yeah. not somebody I'm going to be into.
0: Well, or because he's Asian and people think he looks like Daniel Henney. Hubba hubba. <laughs> I had to Google that one, but oh, I was like... Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I was into
0: it. (laughs) So then he's like, the worst is the older Asian ladies who want me because I look like Daniel Henney. And they just remind me of my mom. (laughs) (laughs) So he shows up. He sees an Asian mom. And he's just like, Mm -hmm. oh, here we go. Here she is. False alarm. Somebody sits down with her. And he's like, who could who's sitting alone? Not that super foxy lady who's in like librarian Mm -hmm. cosplay. Right. Not that lady. Oh, yeah. That's Stella. Yep. And then, Aaron, can I tell you how much I love it that she jumps up and shakes his hand when he mm-hmm. introduces himself and he's like, She greeted me like an equal. Yeah. I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> yeah,
1: It's yeah, so it's
0: sweet. Really sweet. And Oh, oh, oh and then yeah. mm-hmm. when they're ordering dinner, she's like, Maybe don't order lamb because I'll think about it being woolly all night. <laughs> and then and then she asks him if he has anything, he doesn't want her to order, right? And he's like, "Wow, that's really considerate." Something that clients never are.
1: No one's ever considerate of what you no, know would be gross just, to him.
0: He's just the help. He's just yeah. there to be their sexy dude. Mm-hmm. Although, you know what? I have to, I have to tell you something about myself real quick. I can't wait. I can't. <laughs> what is it? What is? It? <laughs> what could it be this time, Erin? Yeah, Michael and I work for a lot of reasons. <laughs> One of them is because early on, I looked at him in the face and I was like, hey, I hope you have good feelings about garlic and onion because I am not compromising on my intake of garlic or raw onion. So you need to get with the program. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, that's fine. I like those too. And I was like, Mm -hmm. yes, because I just won't. The hard line she, You guys should have seen her face. She was like,
1: I just won't. And then she backed away from the microphone a little bit and just held it. And I'm like, they're not here, Mel. You can't see how triumphant you are. I won't. Man, I thought that tangent was going to be a lot worse than it was. Okay, so... I am like a box of chocolates, Aaron. Okay. <laughs> so she explains to him that she wants him to teach her how to be better at sex. So she yeah. has... Hired him for some kind of like sex lessons, and this whole time he's been racking his brain for like why has she hired me? Like this is not a right. girl who like can't just go out and get a boyfriend. These kinds of women have boyfriends. I don't mm-hmm. understand. And then it kind of dawns on him: oh, she's got some kind of complex where she thinks that she's bad, bad at sex.
0: sex. Yeah, um, and he actually and it's uses clearly that not going to
1: be true. But it's what she must think. Right.
0: Right. And she also, this is is important to note, she asks him if he's up for more than one session, if he's up for repeat sessions. Right. Because she wants to get good at sex with one person and really feel comfortable with that person. And he's like, okay. And we find out from his inner monologue that he never does repeat sessions, but Mm -hmm. he doesn't tell her that. So they go to her hotel room and she is questioning herself the whole way like she immediately takes off her shoes at the door and then she's like oh god was that the right thing to do like am mm-hmm. i am i allowed to Every do that is that weird little
1: thing she does she's like i don't mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. is this right is this not right like
0: he takes his shoes off right after her and this whole thing is gorgeous
1: this scene sold me so hard on this book and i this book was really good throughout but i don't know if it ever gets quite back to how good this first scene is
0: Mm. i will say that she does a lot of really subtle callbacks throughout Mm -hmm. oh yeah and they're not callbacks that like smack you in the face like a lot of books can do um they're really really beautifully interwoven and a lot of times it's just like similar imagery and not not just like the same exact words or objects or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it is so good. Yeah, so tell me why you love this scene. Tell me everything. <laughs> I just it was just so slow
1: but for uh, reasons.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm really surprised and this might not be the First time anyone's written a romance novel about somebody with autism. I have no right. idea. I haven't ever read one. But I'm surprised there, because it's such a good device as well. Because there's so, it starts, it starts over, it starts over. Because every yeah. time he begins the like process Seduction. of seducing her, she tenses up. And then he's yeah. kind of got to start. All the way back over at the beginning and try harder, try harder. Try. I mean, not in like a forceful way, but like just, no. tr- you know, hey, like, okay, we'll start back at mm-hmm. one. Now we'll go to two. Now we'll go to three. Oh, we're back at one again. And that is so effective. Yeah, And this is such, so, it ends up being such a great device for a perfect sex scene. It's so good. And they Completely. don't even do
0: sex... I know. They just do smooch times. Yeah. It's so hot. Okay. So let's just walk them through it a little bit because it is amazing. So she decides does she decide she goes to the bathroom I think because she wants to brush her teeth? She No, she's just taking a breather maybe. She's a little bit I think overwhelmed. I to brush her
1: teeth or wash her mouth. Something like that.
0: Yeah, I can't remember why exactly she goes into the bathroom but she is like tense and she's at the counter and everything and he comes to the door and like leans against the door jamb, and she's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. that is really sexy." The way he's just casually leaning there. <gasps> the best thing I think about his whole approach, and he talks about it a little bit later. Like there, are, there are reasons he's just sort of naturally good with her, but he mm-hmm. never, he never does like the the you're paying me for this so I will do this he really comes out right. from a where are you and can I meet you there mm-hmm. sort of quietly <laughs> like he sort of he sort of like opposite, inches up is, toward, I'll stand so, here like you can touch me instead of trying to touch mm-hmm. her he's just like you can touch me anywhere mm-hmm. yeah go ahead go ahead
1: well he's just got this ability to sense where she's at but Mm -hmm. i was gonna say he doesn't say hey you're paying me for this so i'm gonna do the thing you paid me for and he doesn't do the things that these she's had sex three times in the past with guys who were just like just did sex on her and they were like you're bad at it i'm out like god instead of of clearly knowing that she had some sort of like you know, issue going on, like, or she wasn't enjoying it, or yeah, she, you know, like... they weren't paying
0: any attention. They didn't care. You know, clearly,
1: if somebody's stiff as a board under you, they're not into it, like, duh, right. but they were like, oh, you're about to sex. So, the, like, the opposite is, I'm paying you, or I bought your dinner, so this is what we're yeah. doing now, which is yeah. what the other three did, so...
0: Well, and one of them, God, it's so fucking awful. One of them, like, had sex with her, and as he was getting dressed, he was like, you should learn how to loosen up. And then yeah. he left. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, it's so but- it makes me cringe all over. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he goes up to her and I think he he just has a t shirt oh. on. And so she yeah. can see like some black ink underneath the sleeve. And she like goes to touch it and then goes back because one of her things is she doesn't like um surprise or um uninvited touches. -hmm. So she doesn't like doing that to other people because she's incredibly empathetic,
1: right? But first, he takes her hair down.
0: Oh yeah, he asks her. Oh, that's right. He says, "Can I take your hair down?"
1: Mm -hmm. And she, he takes out like the bun or whatever she had going, and then like released the hair and like made her scalp feel all good and did some like Mm -hmm. you know scalp rubbing. Uh Mm. Yeah,
0: yeah, some nice scalp scratching. Good stuff.
1: Then he lets her touch his biceps, which. We haven't talked a lot about how super hot this guy is, oh, I don't feel like we've talked enough about it. He's real, super hot, you we guys can Just shout it he from is. the rooftops. I didn't read any passages, but he's real hot. No, he so, is so gorgeous, yeah, so she kind of traces his tattoo, um, she's like leaning
0: in on him, and then she yeah. smells him, and mm-hmm. she discovers what pheromones are like when they match. Mhm. Have I told you about Mr. Spanglish? what? <laughs> What? <laughs> Mr. Spanglish. I had a fling one summer and... Do you not remember his name? I know it, but I've always called him Mr. Spanglish because okay. it's just like a thing between friends who I've talked to him about. I've got a summer fling that I legit don't know it. Like, yeah, I, I can't had a think nickname. Of it right now. Okay, good, good. I have one of those too.
1: Like I have a nickname and I cannot, the name is gone. Yeah, one I call the sailor. No idea what their name is. Well, I had some people I actually worked with that I was I just called sailors, <laughs> as we know. It's true, it's true. <laughs> anyway,
0: okay. So anyway, Mr. Spanglish, we met while dancing. I was social dancing, and we danced really well together just right off the mm. bat. So for about like two weeks, this guy, we and he and I were just like going out together, and then like three dates into this thing, I was like, ugh. I don't like talking to you at all. Like you keep <laughs> keep saying things. He took me to a taping of Bill Maher. That was really fun. Yeah. Um, so we did really cool stuff together, right? But then he would talk, and uh, I was just not into it. But uh-huh. then, like, but then he would he would be really smart because he would say something, and I would be like, what? am i doing but then he would move in really close and so i'd like smell his chest and remember that like evolutionarily speaking we would have really strong babies together <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and it would get me back every time so this is what's happening to her she's realizing down in her genes they Was match he a spanish-speaking man Oh, I'm sorry. He, his parents, he had, he had dual citizenship because his parents, one was UK, one was Spanish. I just needed to know. Okay. All right. That's fine. (laughs) I just had to know
1: that there was some sort of reason.
0: Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay. Okay. So anyway, so she's smelling him and she's like, oh, and so she's like, are you wearing cologne? Because on her note... For the date, she was like, please don't wear cologne. Right? And he was like, no, I'm not nope. wearing anything. She was like, why do you smell so good? Is that
1: just you? Yeah. And, and he's then like, she it's she just, just me, Stella. Blurts. She's like, I want this smell all over me. <laughs> it's so good!
0: And then, and I love him because he's like, wow, you think you're really bad at sex, but you're really good at the talking yeah, you, part. you're pretty good. And she's like, there's not a talking part. Yeah, she's like, I've had sex before. There's no talking part. He's like, There's a there's a talking part. <laughs> ah, yeah. uh, I can't even
1: read from this because I just highlighted
0: Everything. pages and
1: pages and pages. Same, I'm
0: having the same problem. And then he takes off his shirt. He's like, Do you want do you want to see my whole tattoo? And she's like, Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. So he takes off his shirt and this thing goes from his shoulder and on his bicep. So on, on his bicep over his shoulder, over his chest, down his abdomen, and disappears into his pants. Mm -hmm. And it is a giant, roaring dragon. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And she just wants to touch it all over. And it's so cute. So this is a pretty good example. This is right before
1: he takes off his shirt. But he gives her like a smooch somewhere, like temple maybe, or cheek or something like that. And then he pulls back and he is like playing with her hair. And it says, without touching her skin, he stroked the fingers over her hair. Slow, measured movements that swept from her crown past her neck and down her back. The motions calmed her even though they put her on edge. I think you should kiss me, he said in a husky voice. Her heart squeezed tight and her skin prickled in panic. She was a horrible kisser. Her awkward attempts were sure to embarrass them both. On the mouth? Mm -hmm. (laughs) The corner of said mouth kicked up. Wherever you want to, but the mouth is usually a good place to start. Maybe I should brush my teeth. I can do that. And she kind of moves to do it, and then he presses a thumb to her lips, silencing her. But his eyes were gentle. That touch too was gone before she fully registered it in yeah. her brain. Let's try another way, he said. Do you want to see my tattoo? So it's yes. like every time she tenses up, he he just he, he just changes it. He tack. Knows, mm-hmm.
0: Well, so then then, then he, he starts then kissing to her. Bed. Well, no, no, no. Wait, I don't think yeah. I don't think so. Oh, really?
1: They do kiss. No, but then after that, they go to the bedroom. Yeah.
0: So he kisses her closed mouth and then he goes to start French kissing her. And she's like, is that really necessary? Yeah. He's like, I don't know why you don't like French kissing. And she goes, yeah. I feel like I'm a shark and you're a pilot fish and you're cleaning out my teeth. And he was like, <laughs> and so he laughs and she immediately is horrified and humiliated. Yeah. And she's like, are you laughing at me? And beautiful soul that he is. He says, no, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at what you said. You're yeah, really funny. Yeah, because you're funny. And she, in, her, in her monologue, she's like, I'm never funny on purpose. I don't know how to do that. I'm just always funny accidentally, but usually it's people laughing at me. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's ugh, it's just beautiful. So then, then they go into the bedroom and she's tense on the edge of the bed. And so he goes on the middle of the bed and like taps where he is. So she comes over. And they start kissing and it's all really good. And she's got her ha- hands in his hair. And he notices that she is instinctively doing things that he really likes, like mm-hmm. giving him tension on his hair and massaging his scalp and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then he reaches down to undo one button on her shirt. And she freezes up completely. Yeah. Oh, and before all of this, she was like, oh, it'll be good to establish a baseline before we begin lessons so that you Mm -hmm. know what you're working with and I know what I need to improve from. Oh. (sighs) And he's like, are you a scientist, Stella? And so he learns a little bit about her. But anyway, she tenses up completely. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, Stella, what happened? Where'd you go? Right. And
1: she continues to unbutton her shirt. Like, he unbuttons the first yeah. button. She tenses up and st- keeps trying to unbutton her shirt. But she's, like, uncoordinated now. She's, like, yeah. all flustered. And he's, like, well, what are you doing? And she's, like, undressing. And he's, like, well, I'm not going to have sex with you like this. Like, you're clearly right. not okay. Right. And then she just starts and she, straight up crying. Well, yeah,
0: she goes, first she goes, will you please just continue to establish the baseline? Yeah. And he's, like no, I'm not no. going to do that. And then she just starts bawling. Yeah. And then he starts to think that maybe somebody
1: had hurt her in the past. Yeah. Like maybe she had some kind of like sexual related trauma, which is, which, you know, a
0: pretty good guess. And it's also not completely untrue. True.
1: Because um, <clears> he's like, you know, did, uh, did somebody else have sex with you when you were like like this? And she's like, well, yeah. <laughs> Three different <laughs> and dudes. He, and um, he is.
0: He's like pretty he pissed like, about it. Yeah, he does that awesome... Thing where normally I hate it when the hero is like, another dude oh, had sex gonna with you. I'm
1: dead. <laughs> yeah, but that's not
0: what he's upset about. He like no. balls his fists in rage because somebody took advantage of her like that. Right. And ugh. So he's like, all right, we're going to change tack completely. Why don't we watch a movie and cuddle and then we'll go from Make there? It. Yeah. And he's like, we're going to do it in our underpants, though. And she doesn't want to do that and he's like listen you've got the final say on what we're doing so you can say no i just think it will be really helpful if we're skin to skin snuggling Mm -hmm. and she's like okay fine i can i can probably maybe do that um Mm -hmm. oh and then they watch Ip man which is Mm a wonderful martial arts movie and she's touching his hands
1: and she sees she feels calluses. And she's yeah. like, where are these calluses from? And he's like, they're from swords. And she's like, Ooh. stop it. <laughs> he's a sword, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he
1: does sword things.
0: Mm-hmm. So All right. she falls asleep against him. He's, I don't know if we find this out now, but he's shocked that he likes it. Ooh. And then in the morning... She wakes up realizing she slept in, which is something she never does. She also went to bed without doing her um, her bedtime routine, mm-hmm. which is completely unheard of. And so he goes to leave and she's like, I need to know whether or not we're continuing our sessions. Right. And he's like, no, we're not. I'm sorry. And so she asks for a referral. And this is where he tells her, girls like you don't need escorts. Girls like you have boyfriends. You need to get this idea out of your head burning anger pulses through her body, immobilizing her. He didn't know anything about girls like her. That's completely untrue. Girls like me intimidate boyfriends away. Girls like me have never been asked out by a single boy. Girls like me have to find their own way, make their own luck. I've had to fight for every success in my life and I'm going to fight for this. I'm going to get good at sex and then I'll finally be able to entice the right person into being mine. And he goes, Stella, it doesn't work that way. You don't need these lessons. She's like, I don't agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> Please think about giving me a referral. <laughs> and then he is like, there are people who will take advantage of you out there. I don't want to do that. And she's like, don't worry. I have a taser. <laughs> mm-hmm and it's just so good it's important
1: that he basically says to her you know she thinks oh my god i've scared him away with what a yeah. freak i am and i was you know like sweaty from being nervous and he thinks i'm disgusting probably and he explains to her i don't ever do repeat sessions right. so while i would love to it's just not my thing and well, and, and he, she asks why and he said that clients yep. previously had become obsessed with him and had and like, you know turned into stalkers yeah and she for the first time is like, ooh, yeah, I'm probably gonna do that. I'm that type. That's that's a thing I'll do, <laughs> you know. Well yeah, um, and, and she she's has like, that thought
0: there. She does, and she she explains later that it's sort of a hallmark of where she's at on the spectrum.
1: Mm-hmm. Um
0: but one thing that I think is really important and like I don't know, I just thought it was a really interesting and, and nice um addition is that When he says, I never do repeat sessions, her first thought is, then why did you go through with last night? I told you that what I wanted was repeat sessions. And then Mm -hmm. I made all of this progress thinking that I would be able to make more progress. And now you're ripping that out from underneath me as well. Right. And she gets upset. Yeah. She feels really betrayed. So she's upset. He closes the door
1: leaves, and she Mm -hmm. sinks down to the floor. She's hugging her knees together. She's sad. She's crying. She's lonely. She doesn't know how she's ever going to get good at sex. And then he runs back and -hmm. knocks on the door and is like, I'll do three. I'll do three sessions with you. And she's like, yes. And she thinks that she kind of, like, got him to do it. That really like he just likes her so much that he, he
0: wants to see her again. And can I say that even at the goodbye scene, there was a moment during their encounter last night where he was like, "I'm going to kiss you now," and then it, the narration says, basically, he said that because he thought she needed to hear it, like she needed the warning. Mm-hmm. And so they agree to these sessions, and and she's so stunned and excited that all c- she can say is okay to everything uh-huh. he's saying over and over again. Uh-huh. And so he's like, all right, I'm going to kiss you now. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and then he kisses her again, but this chaste kiss turns into something that he doesn't even understand. Ahem. Oh. Ahem. Yes, please. <laughs> Okay. She had shaken her
1: brain into malfunctioning and apparently that's all she could say now. (laughs) He touched his lips to hers and pleasure jolted to her heart, down her arms, down her legs. Tilting his head, he kissed her deeper once, twice, again, until she sighed and leaned into him, tangled her fingers in his cool hair. He claimed his mouth with his tongue in a way that was new and familiar at once. She kissed him back with everything in her, trying to tell him that the things she wasn't articulate, Mm. trying to tell him all the things she wasn't articulate enough to say. God, Stella, he rasped against her lips, oh. his dark eyes dazed and heavy-lidded. You learn that fast.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. What that. Okay. And then her mom calls, and she's mm-hmm. like, I should get that, and answers the phone, and then he comes over, and he's like, we're on for next Friday. La-la-la. And her mom's like, who was that? <laughs> she's like, Michael. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, and then her mom is like, oh my gosh, you have a boyfriend. It happened so quickly. It was just last week that I was like, I want grandbabies. Like that's <laughs> like, n- None of that is on the page. That's her mom just... is
1: like, my plan is working. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. Because Has her mom already
1: told her about the benefit that she wants yes. her to bring a date to this benefit? Did we already mm-hmm. talk about that? Her no, mom's having didn't. a benefit and she expects Stella to find and bring a date to it. It's in and like a, two months or so.
0: Yeah, it's in one month. And one if month. she does not, then... She will set Stella up on a date. And I loved it because during their conversation, she's like, Stella, dear, did you spend the night with a man? And she goes, it's not what you think. We didn't do anything other than kissing. The best kissing of Stella's life. Well, yeah. why ever not? Yeah. Stella's mouth worked without issuing words. You're a mature adult and you make good choices. Now, tell me all about this, Michael. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was <just> like, oh! <laughs> oh, beautiful mom moments. Okay. Uh, yeah. So now we're at the Kendo Studio with Michael. This is where we meet the best cousin ever. His name is Kwan. <laughs> Kwan, and then um, Kwan's little brother Kai. What? Sorry,
1: it didn't. It didn't hit me when I was reading this. But I went to basic training with a guy named Kwan, and he uh-huh. made a T-shirt that said "Army of Kwan," and it was so <laughs> funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> I literally not thought about it until this moment. Man, that's a good
0: pun. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. it's an excellent pun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. Okay. So Kwan is the best. He is an excellent cousin. We also learn about their strenuous workouts mm, that include they have so many sword, sword fighting, punching, mm-hmm. kick workouts. Yeah, I don't do. understand
1: what kendo is, but it sounds. Good.
0: <laughs> I think I think you know in the show Arrow where he always nope. he like does the punching drills on that pole with the sticks that are going out of it. I think that's part of Kendo.
1: No, I have no idea what you're talking about.
0: But here's but here's my sexy. thing here's my thing for all the people who watch Arrow out there. If it involves That horse with the sticks and the punching routines. I can only imagine. You should see my gestures. Yeah, I just, I wish everyone could see
1: what (laughs) Melody is pantomiming because it does not look cool.
0: Mm, No, I can only, like, my brain will only allow for the other thing that he does on Arrow. I'll post a GIF somewhere, maybe on our social media. Is he does that thing where there's the erect, (laughs) poles that <laughs> have the the notches in them and he ha- he hangs onto the pole and then uses all of his body muscles to just like oh work yeah the, work it uh-huh. up the yeah, notches yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah oh. there's one of those at the army gym and like guys will do
0: that and i'm just like perplexed i know I cannot figure out how they do it it's crazy I know. it's it's core muscles and yeah. i refuse to believe michael doesn't know how to do that
1: i refuse this michael or your michael
0: i think my michael could figure it out but i refuse yeah. to believe this michael
1: oh no this michael definitely knows how to do this <laughs> for yeah. sure yeah. yeah
0: okay i love how
1: we are 16 percent into the book and we are in. An- <laughs> hour into the podcast it's so good (laughs) i told you this was gonna be a two-parter before we sat down and you were like this one and i was like yes because we're just gonna gush on it we're just gonna gush so there are two ways to make a two-parter and that's when we love it or we hate it
0: (laughs) it's true (laughs) so the things of note in this chapter are Mm -hmm. that kwan's little brother kai is autistic and they've all grown up together sure and then two Juan keeps on trying to be like, hey, remember how we've been best friends since we were born? Like, do you want to hang out sometime? <laughs> because we learn that for the past three years, Michael, for reasons that we will get into, mm-hmm. has spent every single Friday night and only Friday night. Um, only Fridays. But, yeah, he can't handle anymore, but he spends every Friday escorting. And none of his family knows about it. So for the past three years, he's had giant secrets that he can't share with anybody. And there's more than just this one. We'll get Mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. So he has all these secrets. And so he's been he's been accidentally, I think, pulling away from his family because there are things he just can't share. There are things he can't talk about. And so as a result, he's just not as close to his best friend and cousin. Mm -hmm. So Quan is like, hey, there's this new her, this new club that's opening up, and we should go on Friday night. And he's like, No, I can't. I have plans. And, yeah. and uh, well, he's like, like Bring th- your plans to the
1: club. Yeah. And he's it, like, yeah. Kind of like, maybe. You know, that's, he just kind of leaves it.
0: Well, I do love, he's like, Do you have a girlfriend or something? And he's like, No, nobody's special. And in his inner monologue, he's like, Wait, that's not true. Mm-hmm. It felt wrong to describe she was Stella. was so special. Also, we
1: learned in this chapter that there's something, there's some kind of deal with Michael's dad. They talk about his shitty dad yes. and all the lawsuits and everything with his dad. And we also learn that his mother is sick. And he's yeah. super close to his mom and super we're worried about, like, finding her, you know, unconscious or worse mm. at some point. We also learn that he has a day job. Because yeah. you would think that if he was escorting, he probably wouldn't need a day job because he's probably a super spendy escort. I would think. Oh
0: God. In yeah. in in like Silicon Valley slash San Francisco. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm guessing the minimum is five grand to the agency, which means he's making probably thirty five hundred. Yeah.
1: You think he's making five thousand dollars yeah, for I sex, think, no, 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 sex no, 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 no. Time?
0: For the whole night. It's like it's sort of like the boyfriend experience. So 'Cause otherwise he would be a, a by the hour escort. Uh-huh. He he never talks about a time frame. So he's a he does all night, but he never does repeat clients. So for all mm-hmm. night, yeah, he's making between thirty five hundred and probably seven grand is- a night crazy yeah that's so much money i mean it's also the market so i could be ballparking that up but i'm also uh-huh. thinking about his but like everything's so expensive
1: in alaska milk is like five bucks <laughs> up here can you imagine <laughs> oh boy <laughs>
0: <laughs> can i imagine that, the alaskan outback escorts? am i
1: am i inflating this wrong is this I think, is this the wrong kind of i
0: <laughs> think maybe yeah
1: yeah. Yeah. All right, cool, cool, cool.
0: But like some okay, so some all night escorts are like, you know, thousand dollars to fifteen hundred. I just don't think he would do that only once a week if he's paying, I don't know, let's say fifteen to twenty thousand dollars a month on medical bills. Mm-hmm. like he would have to do it more if he weren't making at least sure. two to five thousand dollars per week
1: because spoiler alert melody jesus Sorry. he's using his escorting to pay for his mother's medical bills oh. because uh she, she didn't have she insurance, has
0: insurance and
1: she th- yeah she thinks she does so nobody so
0: knows he started
1: selling his body on the streets for money for his to pay mom for her mom cancer care
0: yeah Sorry. Sorry. I was just doing the math. Jesus, Melody.
1: Spoiler alert.
0: Okay. All right. So Friday night is Friday.
1: Meeting at a restaurant. Yeah, they Um, meet at the same hotel restaurant. Yep. Is it the same hotel restaurant? It is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they talk about how they're not going to have the same dish again or something like that. Not
0: to mention that Stella doesn't like new places. It was also, Mm -hmm. I think, the restaurant where she met her mom and dad for brunch. Oh, really? Okay. I think so. Because she talks about her dad liking the lamb earlier mm-hmm. and how she doesn't like that. So she's done some thinking about this, of
1: course. Um, and she's <sighs> decided she's probably one of those clients that's going to get obsessed with him because she's already kind of a little bit obsessed with him. So she's like, I'm going to keep it cool. I'm going to... It's This is all business. This is yeah. lesson time. So She's she going to go to great
0: lengths to make sure she doesn't get obsessed. A yeah, lesson really plan
1: sex... And they're hilarious. Um, Lesson one, there's a box that says hand, job, lecture, and demonstration. (laughs) Box two, hand, job, practice. Box three, performance review. (laughs) (laughs) Missionary intercourse, lecture, and demonstration. Missionary intercourse, practice, performance review. (laughs) And he, uh, at some point, I think it's once they get up into the room, but he's like, would it surprise you if I told you that I was a little offended buy your little lesson plans here and And she is oh my gosh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry like she's like I, I should be clear with you that performance review would be your performance mm. review of me, of me, not my performance review of you. And he's like, and it, yeah, I got it. Yeah. I just and am so, offended.
0: <laughs> no. And so he's like, you know what? Never mind. It was a hypothetical question. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, she yeah. still like looks back at the paper and looks back at him and then writes Stella's it's in front of all yeah. performance reviews. <laughs> performance review Stella. <laughs> so cute. So wait, wait, wait. Um, but downstairs, we do need to note that he is, he's irritated and a little bit offended, but he cannot figure out why. Yeah. And then I think there's a point at which he's like, I need to put my own feelings aside because even though this isn't like the fantasy fulfillment that it normally is for my clients, I still need to be a professional. Right. And fulfill whatever needs she has. Right. Um, And then isn't there... And she puts
1: on no kissing because she thinks that maybe that will stop her from uh, falling in love. Yeah. With him. Well, and she
0: also says that he mentioned that she learned that really fast, and so since she learned it, they mm-hmm. don't have to review. Yeah, they it. can check it off. Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> and he's um, like, "Well, we oh, I can't. Do- we have to do some smooching to get into the next thing." She and she's like, "No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. Yeah." Well, just and also he wants to add foreplay. To each uh-huh. lesson plan, and she's like, "I would much prefer if we keep it you centric, since it's supposed to be my practice." Uh-huh. He's like, "He's like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. I'm not the only guy in the universe who likes getting a woman's engine revving, right? So, yeah.
1: and he writes foreplay on her little lesson plan. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and and she's just like, "I guess we'll do it your way then." And he's like, mm-hmm. "Yes, I believe we will." <laughs> <laughs> so then they go up and they have the offensive talk. And yeah. she's so, she's so befuddled. And then I did like that during this, she, um, she gets like a little bit bolder. Like she takes off her clothes. Mm-hmm. She strips yeah. down to her underwear and she takes down her hair, takes off her glasses, decides that she's really gonna go all out. And then he has her straddle him mm-hmm. on the bed and he wants to kiss her desperately but he yes. also wants to respect the boundaries that she set up. And so he keeps all like accidentally for- forgetting and almost kissing her and then pulling mm-hmm. back and like doing a cheek kiss or a <laughs> like yeah. a whatever else. But then, um, so then he starts doing some, some ear licking and kissing mm-hmm. and breathing. And she's some, like, like, mm-hmm.
1: like caressing of her arms yeah. and shoulders. And it's great.
0: And she's like, is is this foreplay? And he's like, mm-hmm. "Yeah." Is yep. it what you expected? And she's like, mm-hmm. "Oh, golly!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He says, "Is it what you expected?"
1: And she's like, "No." And mm-hmm. he's like, "What did you expect?" And she has nothing to say. She's like, I
0: hung up. <laughs> "Yeah." But then she gets so hot and bothered that she kisses him, and then she goes, "I'm so sorry. I I should have. I shouldn't kiss you. I made that rule." But I've been thinking about kissing you since last Friday, and now I can't seem to stop. And he goes, then don't stop. Uh
1: He's Uh like, want to try something even better? Get up on your knees. And she's like, okay. And then it's boob stuff.
0: (laughs) Oh, I forgot. I forgot. What? She took off her bra earlier, and he was like, oh. Stella has yeah. porn star nipples. It's like a whole page of <laughs> yeah. the description of her
1: nipples. And I was not weirded out by it, N- curiously. No, nor Usually, was I. I feel like I would be weirded out by a whole page of nipple description. It was no. like a real big paragraph. Yeah. It was
0: so good. So mm-hmm. he's like, he's taking those porn star nipples right into his mouth. Mm-hmm. And she cannot handle her life. And it is so good. <laughs>
1: It's after that that she starts kissing him by the <gasps> way.
0: Wait, oh it is. It is. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, cuz that's how she gets so hot and bothered. But then right. She kisses his temple at some point and he says that he feels he he feels an overwhelming feeling of like being cherished and cared for because it was mm-hmm. such a an intimate beautiful gesture instead of a hot, like whatever gesture. Mhm. It's so sweet, but then I have a question for you, because I yes. did not i had there was one line in this book I didn't understand, and so I want mm-hmm. your perspective on it right after that, she made him feel cherished and all of that. Mm-hmm. and he says he couldn't keep doing this if he cared. Caring would turn escorting into cheating, and he refused to cheat uh-huh. I had no what does he what does that mean? What is He's he cheating on her who?
1: Stella. Oh, I think what he's saying is, if I develop feelings for her, then I move on to my next client in two weeks, then all of a sudden, I'm going to be thinking about how I'm in love with this woman. And I'm going to be having sex with another woman and I can't do it. And his hot-for-teacher fantasy in the shower is going to be a hot-for-sella fantasy, but it doesn't work because she's still out there and he's going to get in his head and fuck up his game.
0: Oh my god, you're a genius! Mm -hmm. Yes, that's exactly what that means. Call this what it is. Bing-boom-bong.
1: Genius Time
0: with Erin. <laughs> yeah, new segment. Actually, is that a new segment? We're finally just saying it out loud. We're yeah. defining it, everybody. Let's just the name of
1: the podcast. Genius Jeez. Hour with Erin. Genius
0: Hour with Erin. Why
1: did we call it Heaving Bosoms?
0: Well, you know what? That would mean we couldn't do more than an hour, and you know we couldn't do that.
1: <laughs> We're already over an hour. <laughs> we are. <laughs> chapter um, five? What is it? Chapter
0: eight, madam. Get it together. Yeah, of three.
1: <laughs> Four hours of the kiss quotient <laughs> when we read the book to you, why buy the audiobook when you can just listen to <laughs> us read it?
0: <laughs> okay. so Do buy thank the audiobook, you. though.
1: You want this. I listened good to part God. of it on Audible. It was great.
0: I'm going to get it because mm-hmm. I want it in print and I want it in in Audible. Okay. The, the
1: person was good.
0: Oh, good. Okay. The encounter goes on. It switches to her perspective. Mm-hmm. They get down on the bed and he keeps on doing more of them making skis. And she is super into it. She's arching her back. Mm -hmm. She's doing some leg wraparounds. Mm -hmm. Like, it's good stuff. But then he starts trailing his hand down her body. And she's still Mm -hmm. cool with it. And he, like, is really slow. He's taking the cues from her. Then he starts doing some manual stimulation on her. And she's Mm -hmm. super into it. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, she builds and builds and builds. And she's about to orgasm. And she pulls his hand away, and she's like, wait, stop, I can't do this, and backs up all the way to the edge Mm -hmm. of the bed, slash the headboard, pulls a pillow in front of her, and he has gone completely still. Mm Because he's just like, what happened? What did I do? Did I go too fast? What's going on? Mm -hmm. And she says that she's never orgasmed in front of another person. And she thinks it's disgusting. Well- no she's she worried doesn't. he
1: thinks it's disgusting
0: well yes i just feel like it's a little bit more nuanced than that sure but yes. okay so he's like wait so does that mean you've never orgasmed and she's like no i've orgasmed by myself mm-hmm. but i've just never done it with another person and right. in my three experiences there have just been these guys huffing and puffing and heaving on top of me and then they climax and it's it's like a horrible experience for me. Mm -hmm, Then mm -hmm. they get up and they get dressed and they leave forever. And I don't want to do that to you. And she feels like Mm -hmm. coming in front of him would be doing the exact same thing that these guys did to her. Mm-hmm. And, he, and she's paying is. him, so
1: he has yeah. to do it.
0: Yeah. And she's like, oh, no, you're going to get disgusted by
1: me. And he's like, do I look like I'm disgusted by right. you? I was like, right there with you.
0: Right. And, and he's like, I was there with you, and I was like, loving it. Mm,
1: I'm paying you to say these things, oh. and I don't want that out of yeah. you. It's
0: awful. It's, But it's also gorgeous. And through his inner monologue later, it makes him feel, like, bad, but again, like, cared for. Mm-hmm. And it's like she was so considerate that she would forego her or- own orgasm because of his feelings, even if it was really misguided. So uh, they call it a night.
1: Yeah, but first she gets him to get a burner number so that she can contact him. Yeah, and he says that their next date they might go out to a club to yeah. kind of teach her how to be in a relationship with somebody. And yeah, go and, like on a mix day. it
0: up and and mm-hmm. not just not just go straight to hopefully pound town mhm and i did love when she's doing the number he's like wait i gave you like you gave me your number i thought you'd expect me to give you my actual number and she's mm-hmm. like wait but isn't this better for you right and he's like oh that
1: yes, yes it is better for me thank you <laughs> thanks yeah thank you
0: for considering my feelings mhm <gasps> It's so good. So she hesitantly and reluctantly agrees to go to a club with him the next weekend to go dancing. So mm-hmm. then, it's next week, you guys. We don't have to do anything <gasps> I, during I the week. I love
1: how she doesn't fucking, she's too. not like, and then I fed my cat. And then, and then I then went to brunch. I went to the store. And then I met up with my girlfriends and we rehashed the whole night. And so just skip to skip to the good shit. Get it. I didn't. I didn't. Herbs, herbs, herbs. Any of this book? I yeah, just read it.
0: I know, right? No herbs. Okay. <laughs> For those of you who are new to the podcast, that's how, how Erin read Outlander. Erin read Outlander. She missed you a suck. lot. Herbs, herbs, herbs. We're on another boat. Why is there a battle? The <laughs> la, history.
1: You can get Outlander down to about an hour a book if you do that.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next Friday, gorgeousness ensues. They're walking down the street hand in hand, and she's like, "It's bad to eat dessert first and he's like, uh, "We're getting gelatos. It's mint chocolate chip time." Oh, I
1: it, don't everybody. know why we're singing so much this episode. I'm <laughs> sorry, <laughs> guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's we're awful. Like super... Have I ever told you my singing story no, about being in a choir? All right, guys. Bing, boom, bong. Tangent time with Aaron. <laughs> so I'm in choir. Oh, hey, Liz, if you're listening, I'm with Liz. (laughs) I'm in a choir for South Pacific musical in high school.
0: Gonna wash that
1: man right out of my hair. (laughs) We're in the nurse's choir. We're singing that song. Okay. (laughs) I've never been in a musical before. We'd only ever done plays at my high school. And this was like a new thing. We're going to do a musical now. Mm. Okay. It was going to be like the musical in the fall and the play in the spring. So this is our Mm. first musical. We're all singing. The choir director narrows us down to like half the choir. And is like, okay, you guys, just you guys sing. And then it's like a fourth of the choir. And then it's like "Mm, five of us. And then he points just, or she, I don't even remember. Oh, no. Just three of us. Was she trying to find out
0: who was tone deaf? Uh uh Uh-huh. (laughs)
1: Uh-huh. It was me, Liz, and somebody else. I don't remember who number three was. And they pointed to me. And they were just like. You lip sync.
0: <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" Because
1: <laughs> I had tried out, and I had gotten like a speaking. I had like a mm-hmm. funny line that was like, "You better wash that bad right out of your hair." What's like, one of those like cheeky, like you know? And so I thought maybe I got. I was okay at singing, but no, they wanted me for my like two comedic
0: lines, and that's it. <laughs> you are really funny. Thank you. <laughs> and then, and there were like, there were a couple like little like
1: nurse solos that were like da 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 like in the middle of the thing, and I was like, oh, I wonder I didn't get one of those like I think Liz had one and like another girl. Had another one. I was like, oh, now I know. Okay, good. good to know. <laughs> That's
0: amazing. Uh-huh. I love that I knew. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because yep. um, it's it's bad. It's real bad.
0: Choir teachers are ruthless too. They've got to be.
1: Because I know it wasn't the drama teacher. It was somebody else who did the music mm. part. Because there was the drama teacher was there. She was cool. She would never have done something so awful, mean to me. And That's it was not mean. some other choir. That's
0: just something it that will so not ruin the play in front of that. <laughs> yeah, she. No, she could have taken you aside afterwards. It
1: said lip
0: sync. It's a high school play. <laughs>
1: I never sang again. I was like, <laughs> I never ever sang ever again. Mm-hmm. After that, you can sing in front of me. Thank you.
0: You're never welcome. Never gonna
1: sing again. <laughs> <laughs> All that right. sounded
0: really on, really on key. Thank you. Thanks. Your your improvised song there. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, sorry. So they walk into a gelato shop. Gelato. And he's like, oh, so do you know what flavor you're going to get? And she's like, hmm
1: mm-hmm. I do. My favorite mint flavor is chip. mint
0: chocolate chip. And he's like, oh, that's my favorite favorite flavor, too. I'll get something else so that we, we can try both. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Why try both? Why would we do that?
1: Why would you do that?
0: Because and I know he,
1: my favorite already, yeah. mint chocolate and, chip.
0: And in her inner monologue, she's like, he didn't understand that I had like gone through the process and and like did the pros and cons and made graphs and rests right. <laughs> <laughs> and like I knew the perfect flavor of ice mm-hmm. cream for me. But anyway, he looks at her and he's like, What, you don't want to share with me, Stella? And the girl mm-hmm. behind the counter melted just like I did. Yeah. And Stella's like, Oh yeah, no, that's no, great. Share these with a you. Good idea. <laughs> and so he gets my second favorite flavor of ice cream. Green, green tea. tea. Mm-hmm ah delish so they walk over and he like you know they do the spooning ice cream at each other excellence oh no he feeds her mm-hmm. and then she takes a bite of her ice cream and he's like let me taste it and she holds mm-hmm. out her spoon and he just goes in for the tongue kiss yeah getting just, that this mint happened chocolate chip another book remember? and that stella oh that and i hated it the, there Christmas. which one was it
1: it was a Christmas one. It was, was one it? of the. It was Christmas Cowboy. It was Maisie Yates. Really, what was the one where like it was she was in high school, and she she like presented her new yeah, body to was, him. Is that Christmas time Cowboy? Think so. Yeah, because they're on the floor eating wines and cheeses, and she's yes. like, "Do you want to taste the wine I'm drinking?" And she held out the wine to him, and he was like, rah, rah, out of her mouth.
0: "Yeah, that I didn't happened. like it there." I did. I thought we liked it. Did I like it? Yeah, I think we liked it. Okay, fine, fine. That was fine. one of the
1: few parts of that book that I was into. I wasn't, <laughs> I was pretty lukewarm on that one. Sure, but sure. But I sure. loved it here.
0: Boy, howdy. And then the kiss morphs into like something that Michael cannot control. So he is just on her and they're mm-hmm. making out like crazy. Well, she
1: wore a dress, by the way, like a sexy uh-huh. dress. Mm-hmm.
0: She's got her. Oh, it's so beautiful. She's got her thumb underneath his cuff, and she's rubbing his wrist, mm-hmm. and like just the smallest, gentlest touch. And then somebody's like, "Hey, guys, you're in public." Get out of room. Hey, We're here
1: too, Gelato <laughs> teenagers. We're here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> God, Gelato teenagers do not know what's going on. Ja. This is revolutionary. This romance. is like her first sexy kiss. Gelato yeah. teenagers. Also, it's none of your fucking business, yeah, Gelato teenagers. Get out of there, Gelato go to teenagers. Go a park.
1: <laughs> go sit yeah. on a park bench. You're just jealous, is what you jealous are. Get with
0: each other. That's because you don't want to make the first move, do you, yeah. Gelato kid? Yeah, you're just scared, kids. <laughs> You're scared. You're scared yourself. your sex in this. Scary chickensies. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what, though? Michael fucking loves this. Stella is not embarrassed. Stella mm-hmm. just has this little smile, like the cat that ate the canary. And she's Ooh. into it. So then they go to the club. The club. And he's like, we should be on a list. But then the bouncer just looks at Stella and he's like, go on in. And Michael goddamn panther that he is sexy sexy beast he leans over into her ear and he's like he thought you'd be good for business Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: he said we like hey we're both sexy i'm pretty sure he said we not
0: pretty sure he said her but that's fine either way do
1: you want to bet on it yeah i bet you the scrim cracker
0: that's not a (laughs) bet (laughs) i can't give it to you
1: um, let me see i would bet you a compliment oh no we it doesn't say you it doesn't just the honor i think i was thrown because it said they let us in so i yeah ever when it comes to reading comprehension i'm always gonna lose <laughs> i don't know why i try to play these games with you i'm always wrong every time
0: <laughs> right i know i read slow but But I remember almost everything on a short-term level. Well, I,
1: like, blatantly skip herbs, 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 (laughs) I, like, a little bit skip not sex, not sex, not sex. (laughs) That is very on brand. Just maybe every other word or so just kind of slips in there, you know.
0: (laughs) Okay, so she says, I want a table, because she knows herself, and she knows that she needs some sort of refuge.
1: Yeah, she's like, who can I pay? (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And
0: he's like, it's not free. She immediately hands over a credit card out of her cleavage. Mm-hmm. And he's he like, he fishes around.
1: He's like, what else is in there? <laughs> yeah.
0: And he, he quote unquote, accidentally, not accidentally, <laughs> just skates his finger over a nipple on his way. Woo. And then they sit down and they're chatting. Um, she is like, "Is that another custom-made suit?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, I "It is, in part. fact, it's so good." Mm-hmm. Because we get a little, a little peek. We get a little hint about mm-hmm. what Michael does. So she's like, "Oh yeah, my tailor." She thinks I'm really a problem child. I'm her quote-unquote diva client, and sometimes I think she sticks me with pins on purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and he's Michael like, how tenses what? up how. And he's just Dare like, she. never in a million years should any tailor do that. And it's just so mm-hmm. good. He says something to the effect of like,
1: he, he says she should have better control of her pins. It's not that hard. Oh, Even yeah. when I was 10 years old, I could not stick people with pins. Da, da, and she's kind of like, he like trails off and uh, he's yeah. like, anyway, uh, what other tailoring issues are you having these days? Right. <laughs> like. So I was yeah. like, oh, he's a mm-hmm. he's a seamster. I don't know what you call a male seamstress. I know like somebody that does alterations, but
0: I like seamster. I like
1: seamster. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Quan sits down.
1: You like love Quan. You're like in love with Kwan.
0: Quan is the best best friend and cousin that i have seen written in a long time
1: oh you have a friendship boner for kwan huh
0: i do i have cousin a cousin boner be friends with kwan you have an interstellar I, rides cousin boner for Kwan. Like <laughs> oh, i'm sorry i do we not talk want our balls for to touch. two
1: full hours about not first about cousins having personally. sex but we can't
0: say cousin boner no no you can say cousin boner you can't say that i have a cousin boner because i don't
1: <laughs> you said you <he> love him <laughs> because he's such a great first cousin I think Not that's a cousin I great right first cousin. <laughs> I don't want our
0: balls to touch even a little bit, Aaron. All right, okay, all right. You're right.
1: <laughs> when you get a cousin boner, you do want your balls to touch a little bit. We learned that the hard way.
0: <laughs> no, we did. Re- listen to Mastered by Her Mates" if you hadn't heard it yet. Ugh. Okay, so also I've read the next two, uh, next, the next three. I've read- I can't read about
1: that Atlan warrior. He has a farmer's tan. I can't do it.
0: No, don't worry. Skip that one. Go to the one where she breaks him out of prison. With all her. right. We'll <laughs> save it for the her. Patreon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay, we're at so the Quan club. Sits down. And Michael freaks out a little quietly. And mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, hey. Uh weird that I didn't know you were coming here. That's interesting. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Stella. Hi. I'm Quan. I'm his best friend. I'm his cousin." Yeah, so I should you know should about know you. Yeah. Should, yeah. <laughs> you. should know my name. And I should, yeah. You should know my name.
1: It's not that aggressive, guys. <laughs> no, no, it's
0: great. It's great. He's it's, awesome.
1: It's forward, but it's not like that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Hey, Stella, They're like, you should know my name. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's like, why does she like this asshole? He's not like that, you guys. This is my own exuberance. No. And the fact that I'm if high you on sweethearts. If like sweet that, tarts, I would like him. <laughs> not Melanie. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. And then something happens. Stella notices a blonde at the bar. Yeah. So Michael goes to the bar. gesturing Michael over. Uh, Michael goes to the bar. So then she's talking to Quan. And sh- he can tell that she's a little bit worried about the blonde. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, hey, he didn't want to talk to her. I don't know if you noticed, but he didn't want to talk to her. pretty so clear. Yeah. Don't worry about her. Yeah. No worries." And she's like, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then they're chatting like excellent future. Friends. Music is getting
1: louder. Bass is starting to drop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, light shows are starting to happen.
0: Flames on people the People are coming
1: in. Lots and lots of people. Like way too many people. And she's like, "What? Were all these people here before?" And Quan's like, "Nah, the show's starting. So that's why yeah. the is you starting. Know, the There's a new starting DJ to in town. Drop the beats. Clearly, oh, we're tell we're me all about it, Erin.
0: <laughs> tell me about the the beats that they're dropping, huh? Is that my accent? Is that how I sound? No. (laughs) No, I just like making you sound like you're from the UP. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, Okay. So she looks
1: over. The blonde is making out with Michael. Yeah. She has planted one on And she thinks, oh, he's going to like back away and like push her off.
0: Doesn't. And she doesn't see that happen. And so she all like that's just the last straw for her because she's really overstimulated at this point so she goes to leave and kwan you know sort of follows her and he grabs her hand gets in front of her and starts like basically being a bouncer to Throwing get her out elbows. of there as fast yeah. as possible Quan is a great friend he is a great friend yeah so they go outside she collapses against a wall and she's hyperventilating trying to get herself in order she's like what is that really fucking annoying gasping sound <laughs> and then she mm-hmm. realizes it's her mm-hmm. and she's like oh i'm sorry i've just i'm just got
1: overstimulated and so yeah. he recognizes the word because his brother kai is autistic yeah. and so then he just flat out asks her hey yeah, are, hey, you, are autistic? you
0: autistic and, and she's like mm, yes yeah and he's like does michael know he should not have brought you here he never yeah. would have brought you here and she's like no i haven't told him please don't tell him please don't tell him and, and michael the- has her cards he has her cards. She left her cell phone at home because she had nowhere to put it. And he has the keys to her car because he mm-hmm. drove her car. Right. And so she Which asked is a Tesla, him, y'all. Anyway. Yeah. on. <laughs> so she asked Quan if she can borrow $100 so that she can get like a cab home. Just get out of there. And Quan's like, I hope you saw him push that blonde away. He's terrible at defending himself Ooh. against women. He did not want her advances. And she's like, what? Are you sure? But she still just wants to go home. And Mm -hmm. then Michael comes out and he's like, hey, where'd you go? What happened? And she locks eyes with Quan and just begs him not to say anything with her eyes. Don't
1: tell him. Don't tell him. Don't tell him.
0: Yeah. And he goes, she saw you with that blonde and decided that she had to bolt. Mm -hmm. And... And Michael's like, what, Stella? You think I would do that right in front of you? Like, give me some credit. Yeah, but also, like, I'm with her. because Yeah, like, why wouldn't she yeah, know that? There's no fucking he way. he didn't push her off.
1: He didn't, yeah. like, say no thanks and walk away from her. Yeah, it, I would He went like, over
0: there in the first place. Yeah. All of those things. He kissed her for, me. like, a long time. No, she, I don't she think She looks so. over several
1: times and she's like, he's still kissing that blonde.
0: Yeah, what she says is she locks his her lips with him and then she goes i waited and she was like surely he'll pull away surely he'll pull away mm-hmm. so it was probably like a three beat thing before she was like i gotta get the fuck out of here
1: i think and, it's a long time
0: no it is it is but we learn why later we learn why yeah, i know i'm just saying from her perspective it's oh, pretty yeah. bad no totally so he is like do you want to go back inside and she's like oh god no please mm-hmm. and he's like okay let's go home then and let's go home let's go home you guys Ooh. Ooh. although he does correct later because he takes her home he tries to turn on the radio she immediately turns it off she's doing this tapping thing that mm-hmm. she does on her thigh usually when she's nervous or mm-hmm. like going through something and he thinks it's annoying but he doesn't want to say anything they get home and she's like hey will you come in i have an I have, I, I have something I want to talk to you about. I have an alternate proposal for you. Mm-hmm. So he goes into her house and he's like, did you just move in? And she's like, well, you know, five years ago. <laughs> yeah. But she, she doesn't have, have like a lot in of furniture. Yeah. 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 She has the very essentials because she's always at the office. It doesn't make sense for her to fully furnish her house. So she says, I figured out tonight that I might not need sex lessons. I think I need to learn how to be in a relationship. And then if I can learn how to be in a relationship, maybe then somebody will want to work on sex with me. It's so sweet. So my alternate proposal to you is you be my practice boyfriend with no sex. Sex is off the table. And if you do that, I'll pay you $50,000 a month. And maybe we can do that for like three to six months and see how it goes. Right. And he is... Floored because he's like first of all sex is off the table
1: yeah I want to do the sex
0: though. (laughs) interesting and so he's trying to like process it with her he's like Stella I think that you just like being with me because you know you're in control because you're paying me so you know that you like have the final word on everything and she's like no it's because of the way you treat me it's because you're Mm -hmm. you yeah and he goes you he's basically like you can't say that shit to me like mm-hmm. you can't I my heart will break into a billion pieces if I believe that essentially it's already love you uh, a little bit a little bit but he's just like you shouldn't say things like that to me and she's like why not it's true and just her just her candor I think melts him mm-hmm. a little bit like her sincerity her candor throughout their relationship is really important to him <sighs> So he says he'll consider it, yeah, and, and he'll he wants till next Friday to figure it out. We embark
1: on what is a classic England Times fake engagement. <laughs> <laughs> I love a fake engagement, and this is pretty much what it is. Like we're just gonna uh-huh. pretend to be. Da- I love pretending to be dating. It's such uh-huh. it's such tropey trope, and it gets me every time.
0: Yeah, because it's also it's also got a little bit of that like forced proximity trope in mm-hmm. there. That's yeah, real love nice. forced
1: proximity. Love Ooh. it.
0: Love it. Should we? Yeah, should we cliffhanger this? Should we break it off right now? I think we should.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. My Kindle says we're only 30%.
0: (laughs) I am not sorry.
1: Listen, guys. Okay. If you're the type, because there's been a lot of discussion on the Heaving Bosom's Geriatric Friendship Cult. (laughs) Why do we we name it such a long thing? Why do we Anyway. It was your idea. I know and it then, was I mine. remember.
0: And then afterwards you were like, fuck, Melody, why didn't I think of doing the heaving Bosoms Reindeer Mafia? Oh, I forgot. <laughs>
1: yeah, you're right. I still like the geriatric friendship. Club. I do too. Anyway, so mm-hmm. there's, there's some discussion on there of like, do you read the books first, or do you listen to the podcast first? Yeah. If you listen to the podcast, does that ruin the book for you? Do you still want to read the book? Blah, 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 blah. Guys, if you, read this book
0: immediately. Yeah. You, if you have not read this, do it now. If you are listening to this
1: part one, and you have not read this book, take this as a blessing that we made this one yeah. a two-parter for you. you guys. Go home, read this book, because we haven't spoiled all the spoilers li- yet. Yeah, we haven't. Read it. Take a week. You only need six. Boy, would you say? Six hours? <laughs> a classic romance afternoon. That's all you need.
0: Yeah. I've read this book two and a half times in the yeah, past week. And I we read three it. other books, too. Read this book. Guys. Come back at us next week. Read this book. You will be the happiest you've ever been, basically. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you're in the middle of another book. I don't care if you have some kind of summer semester final that's mm-hmm. due. I don't care. Read this book. Yep. Do it.
1: Summer semester final. Come on now.
0: Listen, people have school in the summer.
1: Yeah, but they're not serious about it.
0: Read this book. (laughs) Read it. Um, Okay. Okay, yeah. So, hey, Erin. I'm wondering if you have a lady love that is not read this book.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's lame. (laughs) Okay. For a long time since I moved out of my last place, I've had a broken shark steam vacuum mop just mop i don't know why i said vacuum steam mop you know what i'm talking about mm, shark steam mops Ooh, no it's a mop it makes steam so it steams up your floors okay and it's it's got its own water in there
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's so nice i forgot how nice it is anytime you're gonna mop your floors it's great because it heats it up gets all the stuff off this mop thingy was black get one of those shark steam mops guys it's only like right. 40 bucks and I know that's a lot but it's it's a little for what you're paying for and you never okay. have to really mop again. You don't have to do the the moppy stuff. Swifers, you don't have to
0: do like the 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 muscle. bucket.
1: I know this just sounds like a, a like a Swiffer commercial but what I'm telling you guys is like the Swiffer the wet Swiffer not as yeah. good as the Shark steam mop cuz it heats it's up the stuff on your floor. It makes it hot. Okay, you yeah. Know? Yeah, hot, I dig that. The hot need you need the hot to melt down the the grimes. I dig it. I'm sorry, it just made me the before and after of my steam mop rag made me so happy yesterday. I don't know if you're like me that like if you can clean something, you know, like I when I got the new vacuum and I vacuumed it uh, the whole house with my old vacuum first and then vacuumed it with the new vacuum to see how much oh, more yeah. it picked up, and it was so satisfying. This is how I feel about shark steam mop. So I'm sorry, that's not a very good like lady love because it's about cleaning your house and that never, (laughs) but it makes me feel so good.
0: Fair enough. You know, mine might be a little lame too, but it really has changed my life. If you are a glasses wearer Mm -hmm. and you have not embarked on the journey that is prescription sunglasses, right? please fix that immediately right I put on my sunglasses again today because for a long time I was like man I really can't justify spending the money on sunglasses burp, burp 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 am I really even like a sunglass person burp 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 and then two years ago I was just like you know what no fuck it I think I need this mm-hmm. and I got mine at Warby Parker so it was incredibly mm-hmm. affordable I just paid I found like a $30 get your eyes check deal and then i took my prescription to them or or cuz i have one you, i have there's a brick and mortar store in i think soho in the village somewhere i think i don't remember so i just went to the brick and mortar store because i didn't want to deal with the home try on although the home try on is also amazing cuz mm-hmm. you don't have to commit you can actually get the frames and try them on figure out like live with them for it seems like we have
1: sponsors guys but we don't
0: i know we don't have sponsors sponsors. would you like to sponsor us (laughs) hey Hey, sharky shark steamer (laughs) shark steam mop let us know (laughs) us
1: if you're out there if you're the president of shark steam mops or warby parker and you're listening to this Yeah. yeah we'd love to do this not for free
0: we'd love to shill your shit for not free
1: we're already doing it for free so we are they're not gonna- oh we're giving yeah. away all it, the uh,
0: goods the milks and the cows you yeah. know whatever metaphor that mm-hmm. is anyway so they just changed my whole life they're mm-hmm. the only thing i've never lost <laughs> really prescription sunglasses oh yeah wow they are my holy grail i've never lost them not wow. even for like a day huh i always know where they are <laughs> I thought that's, I would only need them in the summer. You guys, I don't. I don't
1: think you understand how important that is, what <laughs> Melanie <Melody> just said.
0: <laughs> for how
1: many times a day she loses her keys, her phone. I've never known you Final post-baby, things. but I assume baby occasionally. Like, But she knows where those prescription mm-hmm. sunglasses are.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. So yeah, if you, if you can, do that for yourself, because it's fucking amazing.
1: Mm-hmm, it really is.
0: Yeah. Okay, so honestly, Erin, your picture for Virgin Romance Novelist was gorgeous. And I just have to say, I'm really proud of our social media experience lately. Thanks. So I had a lint you, roller. That's right. And those really cute shoes. I've never seen those shoes. They're so good. They're dancing shoes. Hmm. So if you would like to follow us on all of our social medias and see the wonderful pictures that mostly Aaron and sometimes I curate... <laughs> Uh, one
1: very special picture brought to you by melody
0: (laughs) that's patreon only information (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) you Um, can cut it (laughs) no no i'm not going to okay if you want to find out what we're talking about because it is juicy head over to our patreon and become a patron however i was talking about social media sorry on instagram that is at heaving bosoms twitter is at heaving underscore bosoms facebook is heaving bosoms podcast we also have a incredibly amazing, like, makes my heart skip a beat and fly every day closed group called the Heaving Bosoms Podcast Geriatric Friendship Cult. And then our email address, if you want to uh, chat with us in long form, is heavingbosomspodcast at gmail.com. And our website for all things delightful is heavingbosomspodcast.com. It's always we are- like two
1: to three weeks late.
0: Fucking legit, but I if you want to listen to an older mm. episode,
1: it's up there. <laughs> it's always about two books behind.
0: Yeah, that's fine with me. Yeah. All right, Aaron. Um, keeping a badass. Oh boy. And love yourself as much as you love. Oh, oh, you got it. No, I haven't formulated it yet, but I'm on to something. <laughs> uh, keeping genius. a badass. Yes, and love yourself as much as you love scared gelato teenagers. Scared by our sexiness. (laughs) Jealous and scared. Yeah, chicken z's. Yeah, gelato teenagers. (laughs) You're acting like gelato kids, gelato teenagers. (laughs) Grow up, gelato teenagers. (laughs) Find a park bench and learn to kiss. Get out of (laughs) here. Stop being such posers, gelato
1: teenagers. <laughs> You're such preps, God. God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, we, we gotta just do it forever. <laughs> I mean, we do. I'm peeing a little
1: bit though. Okay, let's <laughs> let's turn off the podcast, and then we can keep doing it forever, okay, and no one else bye. has to be bored by us. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Bye, Mel.
0: then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lylas! Okay, back to the show.